Hey, uh, before we go into this episode, I just wanted to give a quick reminder that on the 29th of July at the Selena Hotel in Berlin, which I believe the address is Altschönhauserstrasse 2, so that is right near Rosa Luxemburg Platz, um, at 3 p.m., we will be doing another free live show in their rooftop bar, which actually, to be very fair, had very cute views of Berlin. Um, I cannot hate on it. So uh, come along. Uh, it's free. Like I said, if you have nothing to do on the 29th, uh, I assume that you don't. So come along. It'll be fun. Uh, come hang out with us. I assume that we're going to have something silly planned. And uh, yeah, we would love to see you there. And without further ado, uh, here is then me talking about uh, where you should eat in Berlin if you are coming to visit or if you live here and you don't know good places to eat. So, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Hey, hey, hey. It is your weekly bonus, Beatty. It's just myself, Nick, today, joined by no one else. This is a special Corner Spatey exclusive. Um, this has been kind of something that um, has uh, been on my mind of doing for the show for a while. And I always wanted to do it more or less in video format. It's a bit too difficult uh, to get everyone together to do it this way. So I thought I would try it first as such um, as a bonus episode. So consider this like beta version one of the Corner Spatey Guide to Berlin uh, or just the Nick Guide to Berlin, uh, your favorite Spatey Boy Nick Guide to Berlin. Because uh, I, unfortunately, have been quite sick this week. Um, not, like, seriously sick or anything, but just, like, an annoying, you know, or, like, annoying enough to where I have to sit in bed mostly the whole time. And I've been re-watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, like, a, a, a doing Kieran good, you know, letting him know that I am too trying to become a weeb. It's not very, it's not working, but I can at least rewatch a show that I do like. Um, and I uh, have been polluting my brain a little bit too much by just TikTok doom scrolling um, when I'm sitting up at night unable to go back to sleep because I can't breathe through my nose because my nose is so stuffed up. You may be able to hear a little bit. I'm still a little bit sick, but felt healthy enough to record this and enough in the mindset of watching enough of these dumb, corny videos of people with my opinion the worst corniest taste in Berlin. So um, there will be no mentions of things like Paolo Pinkel or I don't know, uh, a thousand cocktail bars I've never heard of or anything that then is uh, where a dish is going to be $20 or more or clubs. I'm just not going to bother with because that's not my domain. Maybe and get Rob on the episode and he can give a, a club overview of Berlin. But what I primarily want to focus on is how to enjoy Berlin on a budget, of course. This is a left-wing podcast. Of course, you are paying for this as it being a left-wing podcast. And Berlin is a city that has a shit ton of hype around it. And I want to kind of break through the bullshit because I can guarantee you that 99.9% .9 of the hype stuff is bad, not even just mid, just not good. Um, yes, that means Frühstück 3000 is a waste of your money. Uh, if you go there, I will judge you. If you go to any of those those places, uh, Wang Cheng, whatever the hell that place is called, the noodle place, is probably fine. Don't get me wrong. 
However, um, there are noodle places that don't have lines continuously around them that are probably just as good, if not better. Um, Mustafa's music kebab is also overrated. You know, these are things that we need to, of course, break down. Now, I don't necessarily know about how I will go about with this. Um, I was feeling just kind of going by by area of Berlin or Bezirk, um, or maybe just kind of going off of type of food. Now, this is not a, a, a definitive list of what Nick thinks is the best. These are just places in Berlin that I think are good, that are worth your time and money, um, that are typically local. You know, there are a few that then are, are chains, and there are a few that then I do have to admit are good, even though they are chains. But nonetheless, um, Berlin is a city that has actually good food for very cheap. And I hope that this never changes because this is one of the things that makes Berlin one of my favorite cities in the world is that, yeah, okay, there's no like any attempt of the Germans or the Berliners or whoever moves to Berlin to do fine dining is laughable and should be laughed at because it's very embarrassing. It's too giving into the bullshit hype of Berlin that has been gone for 10 years. Like the stuff and the aesthetic of all this stuff has been the same since I moved here over 10 years ago. So that should just like give you a hint to that. Then none of this stuff is actually cool. It just is going off of a perspective of what it thinks is cool. So, um, Let's just start. All right. I'm going to start up in the north of Berlin. Um, this is not also uh, I'm going to see how far I can get within about an hour's time. I will obviously do multiples of these if people like them. Uh, these are um, I will try to then give a list in the description of every single place that then I have covered with the address and everything like that, because these are very good places that you should try. So without further ado, we're going to start our journey in vetting, which is the district that I live in. And I've lived here for about a year. I am a big fan of vetting. I, I, I do believe uh, de vetting kommt. Um, it is already here. And it's actually, uh, without a doubt, like one of my favorite areas I've lived in here. I've lived in vetting. I've lived in, in um, Neukölln. I've lived in Charlottenburg. I've lived in Wilmersdorf. I lived in... Um, Friedrichshain. I've lived in Kreuzberg for like two days before I realized that the dude that I moved in with was a massive cokehead and I should get the fuck out of there. So I've lived in a lot of places and I can give you um, a lot of, um, you know, very good insight, I think, to places that then I think are affordable and that are very good. Um, so first and foremost, you're in vetting. There is no place better in Berlin for cheap food that is always fresh and good then Sarajevo, it literally is just called Sarajevo, Berlin, which they changed the name of. Um, its address is Triftstrasse H in Berlin. I will put this all below in the uh, in the description. And um, it is, as you would assume, it is just a, a, a Balkan pastry, like like hearty pastries and a few desserts. The desserts aren't anything really to write home about. Um, if you, you know, if you're a little high, they're delicious. Um, but the, the real winner here is the Shavab Shishi and the, uh, Burek that they have. And they have four different variations. Uh, there's potato, cheese, 
spinach with cheese, so kind of like a spanakopita, and then the meat variant, which is with ground beef. Every single one of them slams. I can't, and they are all three fifty. So it does not matter which burdock that you get; they are all three fifty. They have not changed their prices the entire pandemic, or inflation, or anything like that. They are always busy. Um, I don't think this is even like a secret anymore. I think that this is something that then is a, a place that more or less kind of everyone in Berlin knows. Uh, the 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 group of of people who you know who frequent Sarajevo or everyone from annoying hipsters. I guess you could say like myself, uh, uh, even though I wouldn't classify. Oh, God damn, that's a real hipster thing to say. Um, yeah, young people or whatever who look like that they've, you know, been spending their entire weekend at the techno club uh, all the way to, you know, your real, you know, Balkan G's who go there every single day and they know the entire staff. Um, the Shavab Shishi is phenomenal. You get a big piece of fried bread with it, too. And it is it is just honest, good food. Um yeah, I and I I believe the prices of the shivapshishi have raised slightly since the pandemic and the uh, uh, and inflation and stuff like that, or since the war. Um, however, it's worth it. I believe that the smallest size is five to six euros, and the largest size is nine, and it is a it is phenomenal every time they have other dishes too that i have not tried because i just literally go there either one to get shivap shishi or to get a variety of burek to then bring home and just destroy amazing cannot say enough about sarajevo that is i think the strongest thing to go off of and the prices are so fair and the only problem is that you may not be able to find a place to sit sometimes because it is very packed so just kind of go a little bit before after you know you can just kind of you know, you know, uh, 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 see for yourself, you know, if it's, if it's, um, if there's never really like a line, it's just that in the sense that there's a lot of people always kind of sitting outside, but you can always get to go. So if you do live nearby, it's, it is, it is worth it. It is worth, uh, waiting and getting your fresh budek. Uh, and they're, they're constantly just shoveling these things out of the oven left and right. Uh, cannot recommend enough if, if i'm gonna do a, a if, if there is a star system i'm gonna do five out of five stars baby maybe six it is it is the perfect place in berlin so moving on up from there you know because we are doing this by bitsiak now i guess and now vetting is a bit odd because there's a lot of places that i would say are always pretty solid you can always kind of like go um down the street and whatnot, get like a pretty decent kebab and whatnot. However, all right, I um I won't say that there is a best kebab place. I will give you a kebab place that I think is very good in every area, if I can. And there's the the name of the place is just Lamachon Kebab House. It's uh on Luxemburger Strasse six is the uh, address. It is right near the station of Leopoldplatz. And um it is easily one of the best kebabs I've had in town. Uh, the like the bread's fresh, the ingredients are fresh. It's a little pricey, I would say, in comparison. I mean, kebab places have gotten much more expensive lately. Um, an absolute hole in the wall, which is good. No frills, no no bells and whistles to it, like say like hakiki or like any of these other shitty um, over the like overly expensive mid uh, uh, kebab places. They're um, they're there's um 
what's the souflaki? What's that called in, in, in Turkish? I've, whatever. I guess just kebabs. The, the things on skewers. Uh, phenomenal. Their uh, durum and duna and stuff like that is also phenomenal. I've not had bad food here. It is a little bit pricier than your average kebab place. Just go for it. It's, it's phenomenal. The bread is so good. And I, um, I've, I've tried also their other dishes and some of their sandwiches and stuff like that. Everything has been um, just absolute knocked out of the park. Uh, Lama Chun Kebab House really could not find a worse name because <laughs> I feel if you type it in on Google Maps, it will show you a hundred other places. So now moving up from there. Okay, so still in vetting. And there is now the there there are two places one right next to one one right next to another, and one is obviously better than the other. Okay, and I'm talking about Asia Deli and Lay's. Uh, it's called Lay's Kitchen or Lay's Kitchen. Both are Chinese restaurants. Asia Deli, for some reason, is like never listed on Google Maps, but if I type it in, let's see, Asia Deli. Um, it will just come as Asia Deli, um, like Liefer service or whatever. Bring yes, is uh, Asia Deli Pringdienst. Now, don't let the the rating on Google fool you, or the rating that then's on like Lieferando or whatever. If you were ordering this, it says it's a four point two on Google Maps. Don't trust the Germans on any of this shit. Um, they, uh, it is, it is incredibly fresh. Chinese food, like Hunan style kitchen. There is a picture of Mao in the restaurant, so you know it whips. And it is phenomenal. It is it is one of the best Chinese food places in Berlin. It is by no means hype. Um, it is very fair. They have had to raise their prices a tiny bit since um, you know after the war and with inflation and 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 costs uh, just general costs rising. Um, Asia Deli, though, it is on Zeestrasse. The address is Zeestrasse 41. And I cannot recommend it enough. I go here at least once a week. It is a, um, for Uma, Kieran, and myself, uh, the ones who live up in this area of town, it is a corner spatey just go to. Uh, Yulia and I have gone here multiple times to do just research for episodes because it is very uh, friendly, very open. Um, no one really like like the 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 like the prices are 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 dirt cheap for how much food you get and you know you get these big portions that you can share and um, yeah like it take the service takes forever uh, don't get me wrong it is a a very true Chinese place in that the, the service is miserable uh, but beers are cheap for a restaurant um, they also have things, I guess, like hot pot and whatnot, if you're into that. Apparently, I've never gotten it. I've never been with enough people for it. But also the place next door, Lay's Kitchen, is also very good, which I would assume that the address is then... Oh, no, it's also Zestrasse 41 as well. They have the same address. But if you are there, you will see that there are two Chinese restaurants next to each other. The one that looks shittier is the better one. Lay's Kitchen, for some reason, has a better review, but it's also good. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't talk shit about it. It's a very good, honest uh, Chinese place as well, too. Now, if we're you know still in vetting, and you're wondering, like, okay, well, um, what about? beer uh what about bars what about this what about that well i can't really give you a good uh like a good rundown of 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 what bars i think are good because i 
don't really I, I, I like just cheap places. So and I know that that's going to be kind of stuff that then's a little bit, you know, not what people are looking for if they're asking for. I mean, you can just kind of hop into any bar at that point. Right. However, if you are in vetting, there is now the location of it is very stupid. OK, it's addressed is uh, Triftstrasse 67. It is also in, in vetting as well near uh, very close to Leopoldplatz as well. It is called Eschenbräu. I I believe this is a pretty well known about place. However, they have a very cute beer garden when it's open. They also have uh, their own distillery for for whiskeys and stuff like that. The beer is is fine. It's a very the food's horrible. Do not order food there. However, they will let you order food and then like bring it there, which is very cute of them. And uh, I I for a for for a place that is a local brewery, as in like local as in vetting local, it is uh, it's very cute. Uh, a lot of the other bars nearby uh, serve their beer too, which is, I think, is a very nice, a nice, uh, um, you know, gesture that they do. And I, uh, yeah, I've, I, I just really think it's a good, just brewery beer garden sort of thing. The location is a bit odd because it's just right in the middle of an apartment complex, but that's also like kind of cool about it. Like it's not like a very stereotypical, like, you know. German beer garden thing. The only thing that then does get a little bit annoying is that I, if I'm not mistaken, they close the outside part quite early because it is in the middle of a um, an apartment block. But nonetheless, the downstairs area is then open quite late. Um, I believe until midnight or no, until one in the morning. It says here, except for on Thursday, uh, Tuesdays for some. Well, I mean, why would you be drinking that late on a on a Tuesday anyway? But. Uh, strong recommend Eschenbroy in vetting. Uh, I know that then if any of the members of Cornish Bay are listening to this, they will laugh because we have been there plenty of times together as a show because we all kind of live up here. Now, we're going to move a little bit further towards Gesundbrunn. All right. Still kind of in vetting technically, still kind of not in vetting technically. We're still in Mitte. How about that? All right. So we can be, we can be, uh, you know, uh, uh, we can be accurate here, okay? Because Gesundbrunnen will tell you that it is not a part of vetting. It is technically its own Bezirk. However, I don't view that as its own Bezirk. I view it as a part of vetting. However, legally, yes, it is It is a part of of of, of Mitte. This is all Mitte, baby. Um, I hate to admit it, but we live in Mitte. So, we may have mentioned this on the show a couple of times, and I do like so everyone everyone's going back of oh, you know, what's so oh, Burgermeister is Burgermeister the best? Like what's the best burger in Berlin? That's always those typical things that you see on those dumb TikTok things. And everyone's like, oh Burgermeister. Burgermeister's fine, Burgermeister is good. I have nothing against Burgermeister. However, my shit got absolutely rocked by Smackburger. All right. I do not know what this place is, who runs it, why it's so fucking good. There is sometimes a line in front of it. Um, it is at at Badstrasse 66 in um, like right near the Gesundbrunnen Center. And I I can as as an American. All right. As an American, I, I feel I have I have some authority on what a good burger is. Smack burger is like the closest thing I have had to like a solid American burger. OK, so it rips. Its prices are pretty good for what it is you know i mean burgers are have gotten more expensive that's just true um but they have patty melts which if 
if you've had like a Whataburger patty melt, which is, in my opinion, one of the best fast food places in the U.S., uh, you know, if you disagree with me, that's um, I'm so sorry that you have no taste buds. Uh, but yeah, the water like it, they have like a, a a version of what I would say is like a better Whataburger patty melt. It rips. It is so hard. The regular burgers are really good. Um, the fries are okay. Let's just be honest. You know, you're not going there for the fries. They also apparently have like shakes and stuff like that. But the thing that's the funniest thing about Smack Burger is that it is, it's like football themed. And when I mean football, I mean American football. Um, and no, not the band, like the sport. <laughs> and um, it's just very generic. There's just like football logos, like with like a football helmet, like in like neon or something like that. They're showing like old NFL games, but like I, I have a like I have a memory of it being so generic that I just think it was like just like a general football game, just like a thing from TV of people people playing football, maybe, um, you know, but. It could have been an actual game. Who knows? But it had the vibe that it was just like, you know, the I, I, I don't know if there was like a if there was like a football game from like Dawson's Creek or something like that. That's what's playing on the background. It's very phoned in in terms of that sense. I do not know why it is this theme. However, that aside, it rips. I love it. Their burgers are phenomenal. And I've never had a bad burger there. And they they um they do deliver as well, which is very dangerous for whenever we, uh you know, are recording long episodes. But now going up the street from from Smack Burger, we have my favorite chicken place in Berlin. All right. And it's called Akko, A-K-K-O. However, this is where we have to get a little, you know, uh, I, I have not been here in a while. The last time I went there, they didn't really have anything because of the economic crisis that is happening. But uh, their, their chicken in like north of Vetting and stuff like that was always my favorite. Um, it it could still be good. It is also it's Badstrasse twenty one is the address. If someone has been there recently and could give me a uh, an assessment, uh, this was my favorite chicken place. I used to live right down the street from here. It was um, something I ate way too much, and yeah, uh, I could recommend it. However, I've not been there in a while, and the time that I had been there during COVID, they had like nothing. So this is just kind of a little asterisk. There are other good chicken places. Don't get me wrong. We'll get to them later when we go down to, you know, Neukölln and whatnot. And also, I cannot forget. Now, this is a chain. You'll find them all over Berlin. Imran Grill, Rips, just Turkish food. Like if you're going to get a kebab, actually, like a, like, like a duna or a dudum, uh, consistently, there's always Rip. Very good. They also have like a meal thing where I think it's like 10 euros. You get like a, a really big plate of food and you get to like choose between if you want a vegetarian or with meat. Um, always good. Always rips. Cannot say enough nice things about Imran. And there's like eight of them around town. And although it is a chain, it is a local chain. So I'm going to support it. So that's enough of like, you know, North Germany or not Germany, uh, uh, like Northern part of Berlin. All right. We're going to move down, okay, towards, I'm going to just kind of flip it all around to my other favorite area that I will, area that I lived also the longest in, which is Neukölln, all right? Now, I I understand a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of trendy bullshits down here in Neukölln, and you have to be very careful, okay? Um, most of the um, restaurants down here that are opening are garbage. So, um, like I said, you will not be hearing anything nice of me to say about Paolo Pinkel. 
Um, that place should not exist. I don't know why you have five different restaurants in one, nor do I care, nor am I going to go there because when I go there, it looks like just, I don't know. The men there look like that weird trend of like, you know, we're, you know, tall, lanky pedophile swag that like, you know, apparently is cool again where everyone looks like Terry Richardson, you know, speak of a problematic kind of guy. And um, everyone just looks like they're trying too hard, which then you know that the food sucks. All right. Um, I've heard from other friends. It's actually not that bad, but don't care. I will never go there because it is so fucking trendy. Now, if you want a good place to go to, okay, if you want a, uh, if let's say, all right, you're you feeling a slice, you're feeling a slice of pizza, baby. Oh, now um, this place is uh, near Kerner Park. It is called Nini e Petiroso. It is a small little Italian cafe and they do pizza by the slice. That is phenomenal. And uh, it's just square pieces of pizza and they just pop. I mean, they're pre-made. They pop them back in the oven and they're delicious. I can't. And they're like, I think three euros now. They used to be two euros. But, you know, inflation, baby. You know, what are we going to do about that? Nothing. All right. So it's at uh, Zedekustrasse 27. So like I said, if you're in Kona Park, you're spending a day at Kona Park and you don't want to go and like, you know, I mean, also, I highly recommend Kona Park if it's not too busy of a day. Germans love sitting out in the middle of the park and doing fuck all. If that's something that you like doing, Kunapak is one of the prettiest parks in Berlin. I know that it is trendy, but you know what? Find me a prettier park in Berlin. You can't. All right. I also used to live around here and highly recommend it. It is a very nice park. And the nice thing is that, too, is that you can go grab beer from the Spati and then go and grab, uh, you know, when you're hungry, go grab food from Nini e Petroso. There's also a nice cafe that then is connected to it. Um, I believe called Amalia. It's not the best, but I mean, they have coffee, they have ice cream, they have stuff like that. So they have, it's like two businesses that are together. And if you want to sit there and eat, they let you like the cafe lets you sit there as well. Pizza by the slice. Phenomenal. Even I took my mom here and uh, when she visited me years ago and loved it. So that is an obvious shout. Uh, Again, I'm not going to say it's the best pizza in Berlin. Uh, it'd be hard to even say that it's the best pizza in Berlin too, because it is, um, it's a bit hard to, you know, kind of compare a full pie to slice pizza, like these little square slices. However, if you do get their pizza, like the full round pizza, I highly recommend it. It is phenomenal. And the prices again, like I said, very fair. And, um, yeah, again, right near Kona Park and they, uh, uh, yeah, just very honest prices. Now, okay, like I said, Neukölln is going to be a little bit harder to do because there are so many new places that then have opened up that are kind of shit. And, you know, but I'm going to I'm going to hit you with 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 some of my favorites. Now, I mentioned earlier that I will give you my favorite chicken place in town. All right. And uh, given maybe I'm biased because this place place uh i just lived close to it at one point so i'd go here way too often but sham in in on Kamachstrasse, the address is Kamachstrasse one uh, uh 177 it is a um yeah just a syrian chicken place or syrian restaurant more or less um it's also right next to a place called tiba that actually has like very good falafel i would say maybe not the best in town but it's honest, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty all right. Uh, Shams fried chicken though rips. It is very good. It is, uh, probably one of my favorite fried chickens in town. And, uh, there's, there's, um, you know, yeah, I've, uh, 
you know that it's good when every time that then um, I mention it to a like Syrian or Arab person, they're like, yeah, duh, of course, that place rips. So uh, my taste is better than yours. Rizza chicken is garbage. Not even going to mention them on here. Actually, I have to mes- men- mention Rizza because Rizza was good at one point. Okay. Rizza chicken was, was, was a okay. Uh, wasn't the best. It was literally just a ripoff of KFC and, uh, it sucks. Like it really is. It really is bad. Now, if you do want something that then is similar to Rizza chicken, uh, near the original Rizza chicken, well, the original one, I guess was up at, in like at Europa center, like near a zoologische garden. But the, uh, the other Rizza chicken is on Zonenallee, like right near, uh, also in Neukölln. It's right near, uh, Reuterstrasse, if I'm not mistaken. And, City Chicken, which is also on Zonenallee, the address is Zonenallee 59, is, if you're looking for a roasted chicken, it's, it's, it's a bit better, all right? So I've, I've had it once or twice. It's very good. I recommend it. They also have, though, the City Chicken Breakfast Place, which is right next to it, and the address for that is Weichsestrasse 12, and for, like, uh, uh, you know, Levantine Arab breakfast foods. They're only open, like, I think until like three some days, but it rips. It's very good. They have like manakish and stuff like that, and all very fresh, all very, 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 very affordable. And I cannot say enough nice things about it, which is the thing that's at least nice about the these places in Oikon is that they haven't been forced out yet by things like gentrification i mean if you just go up on weserstrasse for example like literally the next block up it is nothing but a, a plethora of annoying bars and restaurants that uh you should avoid all right and the only thing that then i will say okay uh, to defend all this again this is another chain in berlin it does not need any introduction of course uh the sahara imbis across berlin also slaps i can't say i mean it's not my favorite but cheap very good meal every time I go. There's one, I think, literally in every Batiak or every area. And if you come across one and you do not know what to eat, I can guarantee you that you will find something on this me- on this menu, whether it be, um, you know, uh, 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 vegetarian, vegan, meat, whatever it is. Okay. Now, for people who live in Berlin, yes, I understand. A lot of these, these, these um, you know, suggestions that I have are very basic like oh my god nick you're just like suggesting the most basic stuff yes all right this is for people who do not live here who are trying to find good places to eat and don't want to then end up you know either at something bad like say a rizza chicken where everyone tells them oh oh, it's actually really good or um you know uh uh for the person who comes there occasionally who then you know, just wants to, wants to try, you know, some good working, you know, I'm going to say this is, I'm not working class. That's the wrong thing. Affordable meals that are good. These are not all like sit down places. Some of them are just straight up like grab and go places. But the thing is that the quality of food is the most important thing here. Not the vibe, not, not the ambiance, none of that bullshit. Okay. If you want to have like a fancy, dinner in berlin or whatever then go and find like you know the ex-berliner bullshit guide to you know shitty restaurants in berlin because that's what you're gonna get you're gonna get an overpriced meal that is hype 
Um, for example, go to somewhere, go and get breakfast anywhere in Berlin, like anywhere in Neukölln or anywhere in Kreuzberg, and you will be fucking just embarrassed in yourself that you spent that much money for the shittiest coffee of your life and um, for just the most mid-breakfast ever, all right? As 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 someone from a country who, who does breakfast right, as in that it is a sloppy, disgusting meal, no. Like, you cannot convince me that places like Frühstück 3000 or Frühstück 3000, whatever the fuck it's called, um, are worth it, and that everyone just gives it a good rating because it has a vibe not that it has good food okay so don't and if you don't even come at me because you know that i'm right and don't be defending this crap because again i'm right um and you're paying to listen to me so that's all that matters now we got to talk about you know pizza all right pizza in berlin i i i mentioned already before that uh, there is, you know, there's a lot of pizza first in Berlin. I'm not going to give you a place that then I think is the best. I gave you just the Nini e Petoroso place as, as an example of a place that I think is very good. And there are a few places that I think are pretty good. Now, this is some of them are on the Neukölln side. Some of them are on the Kreuzberg side. But in this area, they're actually, to be very fair, there are a lot of decent pizza places in Neukölln, Kreuzberg, and that's kind of about it of the only areas that I found that are like really good because the more German you get into the areas, the more the pizza becomes like the thing that's very interesting is that the ratings on like Google will be like four and a half, five stars and the pizza will be just like the wateriest dough. The cheese isn't even like uh, mozzarella. It'll be like, you know, gouda or whatever, because it's it's to a very specific German taste. Okay. Now, I um, I do not care how trendy some of these places are. They have solid pizza. Okay, so no, um, we're not going to be talking about. I can't even remember the name of the uh, the 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 name of the place. It's so, uh, it's so trendy. It's like literally right across from this other. Well, anyway, when I remember the, I think it's called like Nona or something like that, or. Some crap. I'm about to say loca, but that's not it. Um, let me just exit out of here for. I'm using. I'm. Oh, Zola. That's it. Pizza Zola. Okay. Do not go here. All right. The pizza may look good. It's very overpriced. However, anyone telling you that then that you should go to Pizza Zola or Zola, I think it's just called not Pizza Zola. Suggest them. Um, it is called Amacha Chipizza. All right. It is at Maybach Ufa Twenty One literally right across the the um well the bank from uh zola it's around a similar ish price point a little cheaper they have better appetizers first off and their pizza uh first off the interior decoration of it is very bad but in a very good way it's all over it's like very kind of like pop arty uh very silly um it's again same thing like zola it is always packed uh, however, I will say that this pizza is actually good. I don't know what Zola, Zola does to their pizza. Um, it's not very like, again, it's just it's hype, you know. Um, and if you want to go to a restaurant to then look cool, then, yeah, sure. Go to Zola, get a mid meal and spend like 20 something euros on a pizza that you're going to regret where Amato Che Pizza, Che Pizza is, again, like I said, a little bit pricier. All right. But 
genuinely, I think, is solid. All right, now we're still in uh, uh, Neukölln, Kreuzberg, whatever you want to call it. And there is another pizza place uh, that is also very good. I believe it's just called... There's Now, there's multiple ones of it. There's Terra, which is at Grimmstrasse 1 um, in Kreuzberg. It's very good. There's also then a, another place of it that is connected to it that has a similar-ish... Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, a similar... Not a similar menu. That's, that's, that's not true. Um, it's owned by the same people. I need to remember the name of it, though. Uh, give me one second. Oh, wait, maybe I'll just exit out. It is called... Oh, I cannot find it. Well, anyway, Tara, and I need to find the other pizza place because this is going to bug me. Tara is a, also a, a fairly good pizza place. I guess more they have, like, like other... Italian food as well, uh, too. Uh, I've had solid meals there. The only problem is that it is very, 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 very crowded because, again, this falls under the category of like, yeah, it is It is a bit trendy. However, I uh, I, I, I would also recommend... Oh, Il Getrovo is the other one. Still owned by the same people. It's a Gabriel Max, Gabriel Max Strasse 2 in Friedrichshain. It's cool. It has like a really like lefty vibe to it. The pizza is actually very solid. And you can get very weird pizzas there that I've never seen before in my life, like horse meat, which I know sounds weird, but try it. And that's kind of like really all I'm going to give with pizza. I mean, there's definitely a bunch of other places. Um, I've, I've had plenty of fine pizza places. These are just the ones that I kind of just stumble upon because they're in areas where one, there's a, like Zola is this one where there's like three other pizza places next to it that are just better. And I know that then that people are like, Oh, but Zola is so good. This and that and that. Um, again, the, the, the Nick, criteria of good place is if you look too much like someone that I like if, if you look like you're trying too hard in Berlin and you're at a restaurant you know I'm not going to go there all right and you know what people I'm talking about if you've ever been to Berlin where uh, they look like how you would imagine people in Berlin, imagine that they should dress and look and, and behave. You know, it's like just knock off Balenciaga sunglasses, dressing like it's like they're going to the club 24-7, having no chill, and really just looking like assholes. Um, and just looking like fashion victims in every regard in that sense. So if you see people like that around there, you know, don't go. Now... If it happens to be that then some of these suggestions that I've given you that some people there look like this, well, I can't do anything about that. Sorry. Like I, um, you know, I'm, I'm only human. Maybe these places have also gotten too trendy. Now we are going to move across to a different Beziek. Okay. We're going to jet across down to Charlottenburg. Okay. Now why Charlottenburg you ask? Charlottenburg is... Um, this is in no way any secret, um, and I'm not trying to give you like the uh, the inside scoop 
anywhere with, with, with any of this stuff. This stuff is all pretty basic knowledge if you've lived in Berlin long enough and you explore the city like myself. Now, something that, then that Charlottenburg has that a lot, of, a lot of other districts in Berlin do not have is, for some reason, a very large Chinese population. Um, I do not know the reason for this. I don't really care to uh, find out right now, but all I know is that there are a shit ton of very, 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 very good Chinese restaurants on Kantstrasse. Okay, I'm not even, even going to list any of them because if you are in Berlin and you get off around, say, um, if you're taking the transit and you get off around Wilmersdorfer Straße and you go up north and then take a right or go east down Kantstrasse, you will be hit by Chinese restaurant after Chinese restaurant after Chinese restaurant after, after Chinese restaurant. And I can guarantee you that um, the majority of them are very, very, very good. Now, these range from just straight noodle places, like noodle soup places. Uh, Dodeli is one of my favorites. Again, like not the cheapest, but also, um, you know, very straightforward prices. Um, not very, not very trendy at all, actually, for some reason. And uh, yeah, there's also, uh, yeah, just uh, a few Vietnamese places that are actually very good as well. There's a few um, uh, Korean places. I don't know why there is a picture on Google. Uh, that must be photoshopped. Of um, the guy holding the sign in front of, like, those those very stupid signs that were pop. Never mind. doesn't matter. I'm not going to try to explain it on a podcast. Anyway, lots of uh, pr- pr- primarily... Chinese food. Uh, there's also some very good like Korean places as well too. Uh, I can not recommend enough. Uh, there is, oh, unfortunately, one of my favorite places, Lawn Men's Noodle House, is closed for. Um, it says it's temporarily closed. Uh, this place rocks. It is also on Kanstrasse, Kanstrasse 33. If it does open back up, it is a... Again, if you're going to go to what's it called? Uh, Wenchung or whatever the hell it is, that's fine. You know, but Kanstrasse, you can find probably something just as good. If you just walk around and follow, you know, your nose and follow, you know, your eyes. You know, just look around and see, does that look good? Um, there are a lot of very good Vietnamese places around here. Just like literally, I cannot recommend just start at, at either start at uh, Savini Plat, uh, Platz or maybe a little bit further down from there and then just go walk either west from there or from Wilmersdorfer Straße, walk east from there and you will find very, 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 very good Chinese food. I've never been let down on this street. I've had some places that are better than others, don't get me wrong, but uh, always have had solid, solid, solid Chinese food. Now, also in Wilmersdorf, Charlottenburg as well, there are... Uh, there is a place near Berliner Straße. Okay, Berliner Straße, the um, uh, the stop, like the the the, the U-Bahn station, called Tianfu. It's, apparently, it's Tianfu Two. There's there's there is another one somewhere, and the one that is on by Berliner Straße. The address is Berliner Straße Fifteen. 
is a very good hot pot place. I've been there for friends' birthdays. Very good. They also have very good Chinese food in general. Again, a slam dunk. And uh, the if you look up on Google reviews as well, not too. It is it is always very well, uh, very well reviewed. And there is also, of course, if I'm in Vemasdorf, I cannot forget the other noodle place, which now for some reason I can. Oh yeah. Shen Yu's House of Noodles, a classic. Everyone I feel in Berlin knows this. It's at Pariser Straße 58. Another solid noodle place. Can not recommend enough. Also, the prices are stupid cheap. Okay, it is near. Uh, it is in Wemersdorf. All right, one of the like most expensive places in town, um, most expensive areas in town. And the uh, yeah, the food here is 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 very 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 good and very 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 affordable. I cannot recommend this enough if you're very hungover. Also, the spice here is spicy. So do not, do not like take it for granted. Okay. If you're like around Neotsuologoshogaten for whatever reason, you can literally just hop down the train two stops to uh, Shan Yu's House of Noodles. It is a slam dunk. And again, you're probably not going to have to wait in a line like you would at Wang Ching's or whatever, Wang, Wang Chow, whatever the hell that place is called. All right. And now I cannot. Not like I cannot mention if we're talking about Chinese noodles, another phenomenal place that this place you may, depending on the time of the year, may have to wait in line. And I hope that they still exist because they were going to close a while ago. And the thing that is very funny about this is that it is near it is directly near the uh, Korean, uh, the North Korean embassy, (laughs) which is uh, for those who do, do not know. Uh, North Korea has, I guess, some degree of diplomatic relations with Germany, with the with the Federal Republic of Germany. I'm assuming that then also that the that this uh, has been here since the GDR. Uh, I I highly recommend just going there and you see the little thing out front that says uh, little things and tidbits about North Korea, about how uh, uh, Kim Jong Un rocks and how the Kim Kim Dynasty is also very cool. Um, but the, there is a, also a, a Sichuan noodle place called Liu and Liu, a bunch of Chinese characters that I have no idea what that, what that says, uh, noodle house. It is on Kornstrasse 72. This place, um, if it is high tourist season, it's right near Stadtmitte. Uh, highly recommend. It is again, a little bit on the pricier side. It says on Google that it has two Euro signs, but nonetheless, cannot recommend this place enough. Uh, I believe that, uh, yeah, like it's only open to for a very short, yeah, from 11, from 11 to three, uh, today is Thursday. I'm recording this from 11 to three and then they reopen for two more hours from five to seven 30. Um, on the weekends they are closed and during the week they are sometimes only open from 11 to three as well. 1130 to three. Um, so yeah, really you kind of have to go pick your date. And it is a trendy one because I guess that then there's probably some TikTok videos that I've seen a few TikTok videos. Uh, if you love people watching and you love Germans um, biting off more than they can chew in terms of spiciness, this place is fucking hot. It is very spicy. Um, don't test yourself here thinking that then like, oh, I'm in Germany. It will blow your head off. And I have gotten the like, there's like three or four spicy levels. I've gotten the second one. 
and it was very hot. A German guy next to me, a kid, got one or like half, and he couldn't handle it. So it was very funny to see um, his just, yeah, just a uh, 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 kind of like you know guy being like oh yeah this isn't this isn't spicy and then just watch him melt in front of my eyes but be careful and uh, i've heard people who have grown up in countries uh and cultures with very spicy food have said ah, this place is is real deal spicy you can even buy their 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 spicy sauces i highly recommend it and i mean if you're into that but yeah now um we're kind of slowly coming to a close of where I, I know I only talked about a few types of food and a few districts. It is very hard to cover all of Berlin. Um, however, there is then something that I want to get out of the way now, because I mentioned in the sense I've only mentioned one donut place, which was up in um, vetting because I personally like it a lot. And I think it's actually worth your time. Now, Döner. In Berlin, I'm going to go out and say it, is not good. Okay? Döner as a whole is not good. And no, this is not me just being, uh, this is not a joke of like, oh yeah, heroes are better, this and that. No, no, no. Döner is just, I feel that it's it's become so much of a staple of Berlin that a lot of the Döner places that open up are lazy. Um, they don't, you know, they're going strictly off of clout rather than quality of food. And where you can get a better bang for your buck is if you go to a shawarma place. Okay. So also the shawarma places are a lot of the times way nicer. Um, you get more food. It's cheaper. Uh, my favorite one in vetting is, uh, I forget the name of it now. It is literally right down the street. And it's, oh, here it is right here. It is, ah, where, where did it go? There's a place called Cafe. Sh- oh, no, sorry, Cafe Shade. No, that's I've been there. The place sucks. Um, there we go. Falafel Al Amin. It is right next to Sarajevo. Rips. Um, you can get a combination uh, uh, falafel with uh, falafel and shawarma for like I think less than five euros still, or like five euros twenty. Prices are very fair. The guy gives you free food all the time. It rips. Now in Berlin. If you're going down, like, if you're in, like, Neukölln or something like that, and you're in an area like Zonanale, uh, uh, you are probably going to, if you go to hop into pretty much any shawarma place, you will be getting a good shawarma. All right? Uh, that's just, like, again, if you see a lot of people there, you know, uh, uh, hop in, grab yourself a a, uh, a shawarma and, make, and go, go on your way, and you will save probably two or three euros as well, because for some reason, I don't know why the shawarma places uh, haven't had, um, oh, I'm sorry, they haven't had inflation hit them the way that the Duna places have. And I know that Kieran has mentioned a few on a few occasions on the show that uh, a lot of magazines and stuff are telling a lot of Duna places that then they should be raising their prices like to like eight or nine euros, which is a bit insane. Now, um, uh, like for example, Azam is a very good place in uh, in 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 uh, uh, on, on uh, There's also yeah, uh, there's also a the, the problem is that then a lot of these places don't show up on Google Maps for some reason. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. You can just kind of walk down if you find a shawarma place. You're probably better off 
having it you're, you're you're probably more likely to have a better meal there than you would at just any run-of-the-mill donut like there are good donut places do not get me wrong um i again i mentioned a couple uh on here as well like i said for chain places imran rocks um and uh for up and vetting uh lama Jun kebab house <laughs> Is also very good. Oh, and if we're also in Neukölln as well, God, I cannot, I cannot forget, of course, um, the uh, the sandwich place, which now I cannot find. Gelgur, uh, G E L G U R, is a Turkish sandwich place at Kopasadam eighty. Um, absolute ripper. Uh, they are open incredibly late. Apparently they are open on uh, the weekends, 24 hours a day, uh, 24 hours on the weekend. And, uh, during the weekday, they close at six o'clock in the morning. So they open from 10 a.m. close at six, close at 6 a.m. So if you're coming back and you're like, what do I get? And you're in, you're around, uh, Hermann, Hermannplatz and stuff like that. I cannot recommend go, go enough. It is very good. Sandwiches. Um, I don't know if they have any like vegan options or vegetarian options, but if you're a, if you are a, a person who enjoys um, enjoys you know a solid sandwich with meat on it, I uh, I highly recommend it. Prices are very fair, uh, some of the fairest in town, and I've not been able to find another place like it in Berlin that does the same type of sandwich as well and as cheap. Um, now, okay, uh, so. That's kind of also the thing as well is that then for every Duna place that you could go to, there's probably, again, like something else different that is going to be cheaper. Um, so, yeah, and that's just the nature of, of how inflation and stuff like that has kind of come about and how the these restaurants have also reacted. Um, but, you know, there's nothing that we can really do about it. Uh, I just don't really get Duna anymore. I've, I've, I get Duna maybe a couple of times a year, and half the time it's only when people are here to to, to visit. Um, that being said, you know, things like, is it worth standing in line for Mustafa's kebab? No, it isn't. But if you want to do it just for the fun of it, I'm not going to stop you. Um, they, To be very fair, they still... Like they have a very good kebab. Actually, I would probably even argue one of the better ones in town. They give you a lot of stuff. It's just very expensive. And if you can go there and there's no line, of course, obviously, like do it. It is like I, I by no means should I say that you shouldn't get any of these staples of Berlin. You know, um, if you also are aware, I've not mentioned a single currywurst place. It is something that then I just don't eat. Um, I don't know how to judge a good or bad koivost. Not that I don't like it, but it just is kind of one of those things that's like, it's fine. Um, for as much money as it is for one in comparison to how much food you get, I think it's a bit of a ripoff, uh, depending on where you go as well, because some places have tried to lean in a lot to, you know, this kind of classist bullshit of like, oh, wow, like working class food. But let's make it like, let's zhuzh it up and make it something. There's a koivost place. I forget the name of it. But they have a currywurst meal where you can get four currywurst in like a jar that is like pre-made or something. And then if I'm not mistaken, a bottle of Cristal or something like that with it, it is like 350 euros for this meal. So Berlin also has just the knack of making anything that then that they want to do seem cool or hip or whatever it is corny as hell. All right. 
Um, I do not know why. Everything, and this isn't even like that one's just corny without even being cool. But places that then that try here's kind of like the, my, my 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 rule of thumb always for all these places in this town is that if they're trying to do something more than just give you good food, don't even bother because for some reason there's like a missing. There's just like a missing piece of, of whoever owns these places' brains. And I'm assuming they're either people from Hessen or they're Brits or Australians, you know, this and that and that, um, who have very idiotic food cultures kind of to begin with that then move to Berlin thinking that then it literally half the time seems like a coked out idea of like, oh, let's open up a wine bar in Berlin. And it gives you the vibe that it was a coked out idea that then that they took mommy and daddy's money and just ran with it and opened up something that then is going to close in probably a year's time because again none of these places are good so if you get the feeling of that when you're somewhere in berlin um you know that is you know like go in if you feel like it but nick's rule of thumb is avoid it and you'll have a better time here and you'll save a lot of money and you like won't be around douchebags which is something that i think that we all want to avoid in berlin berlin is in my opinion one of the best cities in the world number one baby uh one of the best cities in summer as well and it actually has a lot to offer in terms of like very good nice like foods that are very affordable. Like I've mentioned here, all these places that then that I've mentioned are places that I frequent quite often. And I really, um, I really think that they deserve, you know, the love and attention that a lot of these shitty places get because, you know, some like, you know, uh, 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 you know, twink on, on TikTok with, uh, a vocal fry is telling you that you should go and get this there. Um, but, yeah. Um, if you liked this series or you liked this beginning of the series, please let me know. I would love to continue more. Uh, if you men- also noticed, I've not mentioned a single Mexican food place. That is a whole discussion that I would like to have someone else on to kind of discuss this with me because I think that there is good Mexican food. Um, I need to run it by the rest of my podcast, though, because of what they think is good and what I think is good probably is much different. However, uh, if you like this, I would love to continue it. I love showing people around Berlin of places to eat and drink that I think are very good. Uh, Again, this is mostly just restaurants. I think I threw in one bar there, which is more of a beer garden. But um, if you would like me to do another part, please let me know. We can also do uh, more bars, beer gardens, stuff like that, Um, you know, and really try to keep it into the, you know, um, even like things to do. Uh, any any ideas are are, are, are surely welcome. Uh, and as mentioned before, this is a series that I've been wanting to do for a while visually. Uh, if you would also be interested in that, that could also be a possibility. It just takes a lot more time, uh, but we do have the means to make video, uh, whether it be YouTube or TikTok or whatever it is. But um, yeah, that is then all from me. I know that I only covered three or four areas of Berlin. Again, these are just the areas that I think are, uh, that I've, that I've, that I've know the best. And surely if I spend more times in Schöneberg and in areas, I mean, to be very fair too, it's like Wedding, Kreuzberg, Neukölln. Okay. Schlattenburg is maybe one that then people don't think that they don't spend a lot of time in. But if you think about it, like the zoo is there, there is a lot of stuff like these are areas. I went through kind of areas that I thought were, main focal points when people come to visit the city. Now, if you want area, if you want more in Mitte or you want more in Friedrichshain, uh, Friedrichshain, you're probably not going to get out of me because I have a very strong opinion about how I think most of the places there are not very good and very overpriced and very hype. But nonetheless, there are a few places that are, you know, diamonds in the rough there. 
But anyway, I will surely, uh, if you guys would like, if, if, if you thought that this is a fun series, I would love to do this again, preferably with more people on the show and with a little bit more preparation. And um, yeah, uh, we will then see you all next week for, uh, or I guess uh, for the regular episode and the bonus episode. But yeah, uh, on that note then, uh, take care. Bye-bye. And if you're coming and visiting Berlin, uh, please feel free to write me uh, in the Patreon. I don't have really any social media anymore, but just let me know and uh, let me know if you've tried any of these places, what you think. I would love to hear your reactions. You could be like, Nick, your taste is horrible. Or be like, wow, Nick, I didn't know about X place. It was really tasty. I would love to hear uh, reactions from you guys. Take care and see you guys all next week.